Hi, you guys! <laughs> I'm super excited for this episode because it's a very special episode, very, I guess, dear, you could say, to my heart. And the reason being is because it is Gemini season. And you know what that means? It means Satan's children have come out to play. Um, it is the first day marking Gemini season. You know, all the best Geminis, all the true Geminis are born um, from now until late May. And then come the latecomers that are from, you know, June, I would say 1st to June 21st those guys are not what i consider the true gemini's <laughs> um i'm just joking i think all gemini's are amazing equally um in all shapes and forms that they come in i think we're all equally just as crazy i think the may gemini's are a little bit crazier that's why i call us satan's children but you know we can't help it and we also make things a little bit more fun Today, I wanted to mark this little occasion by actually um, giving more perspective into the Gemini, giving more understanding to the Gemini. Because it seems a lot of people like literally hate, either hate us for no reason or say we're controversial for no reason. And I don't even, I can't see how the Gemini could be so controversial. I mean, literally, like, I think if you get to know us, we can be the most loyal people to you. I think Geminis make the best friends and the best partners once we build that loyalty. Once you give us reason to trust then you know you have us for life unfortunately you know whether you like it or not like you have a friend for life um with that being said because we are really good at making new friends if you're not as close to us um it can be just as easy to lose us and if you don't keep us stimulated it can be just as easy to lose us now i will be getting into my personal birth chart because i wanted to give insight into like the idea that not all gemini's are the same um not all gemini's operate the same and i want to show you guys just how much how much um analysis a person's zodiac consists of that goes deeper than the actual vague horoscope that you read in a newspaper there's so many things involved and dissecting a person's zodiac that sometimes if i get into it too much with even like people that are close to me friends family even co-workers they actually get like scared because some things that i tell them are almost to the t of other personalities and they're like how would you know that like when you've only known me this long especially my co-workers they get very weirded out very easily and the other thing too is people see people who um look into astrology as crazy but i don't think astrology is that crazy i mean you're looking at planetary movement which is something that is proven by science i mean it's literally just um 
mathematics and literal astrology and the study of planets so it's like these things can actually be proven by constellations by the movement of planets um as far as degrees go and that's another thing i want to get into is that aspects degrees planetary movements everything that is involved in the zodiac like attributes to your personality and shapes your personality so there's more to a person than just one zodiac sign um you know what i mean it's not just like you're not just a gemini you can be a gemini and then your moon sign can be a pisces and then your rising sign can be an aquarius um so for me i happen to be two air signs at once um and sometimes people say you tend to be more like your rising sign so how people see you is generally more like what your rising sign is so how i am perceived by people is based on my rising sign which is an aquarius so i'm perceived more as an aquarius personality than i am a gemini at times right which makes sense now with that being said my feelings and subconscious are kind of shaped by my pisces moon and pisces i always tell people this and nobody believes me but i always say pisces is a very emotional sign when it comes to the zodiac you know people will say no cancer is a more emotional pisces are known to be super emotional and when it's a pisces moon and you know something and you you know you're not feeling yourself like for example if um it's a pisces moon or something like that uh passing over and i'm feeling super emotional i understand it could be due to many factors including my pmsing but also it's because my pisces side is a little bit more emotional than my gemini or my aquarius side and aquarians and gemini's because we're like air and we're mutable and flexible we can be sometimes very cold very distant towards people to the point where people will see us sometimes as heartless or as lacking feelings which is not true at all i would say it's just how we are um because our signs are so flexible so mutable we're like air we pass through very fast and if you can't keep us simulated then you know it kind of dare i say it kind of sucks because you know we really um i don't know i i can't find the way to express it but it's easy for us to move on after many situations especially breakups and things like that it's very easy for us to move on same with um lost friendships like let's assume somebody did us wrong then it's easy for us to move on from the situation we don't linger at the same time though because of my pisces moon i tend to suffer more through other people's suffering so what that means is if somebody around me is feeling pain i kind of feed off of that energy and i tend to suffer just as much with that person so 
it's you know even my gemini side feeds off of other people's energy so if people around me are down and they're drowsy and they're depressed it's how i tend to be and it kind of dampens my mood a little bit if people around me are energetic hyper happy then that will i will feed off of that energy as well and i'll become the same happy energetic hyper you know what i mean so yeah i feel like as as a gemini sometimes they get a bad rep for no reason and like this is why i really wanted to make this episode because i wanted to show you know not all gemini's are two-faced uh some can be the ones who like gossip and you know who like rumors and stuff like that who like talking and i know gemini is ruled by mercury that's why i started this podcast because i love to talk and communicate with people but at the same time at the same time um we don't like to involve ourselves in conversation that is not really stimulating for example we like thought-provoking conversations intellectual conversations conversations that are very narrow-minded or shallow or you know kind of vapid don't really appeal to us as gemini as a whole like the solar gemini's it doesn't really appeal to them to delve into those kind of kind of uh, conversations sometimes we do because we're nosy and we're known as a sign that loves to collect information and knowledge through all means and any means we can that is why i get that some people can see us as nosy but as far as gossiping and rumors and being two-faced and stabbing in the back it depends on how you treat us if you treat us a certain way then i mean obviously we're not just gonna sit by and take it and especially not me because i have my mars and aries so you know i'm gonna defend myself (laughs) um but you guys you can already hear how the planets affect and shape your personality so i'm sure you guys are probably super excited to delve a little bit deeper with me into the gemini persona which i will do after this short little break thank you for listening so far and i will see you guys back shortly take care so we talked a little bit about how many factors go into your personality when it comes to your zodiac sign and there's so many things involved so it's difficult to say all gemini's are like this when literally like you could be a gemini sun sign but your moon sign could be a cancer and then your rising sign could be like sagittarius everything in your natal chart affects um how your personality is and how you socialize with others and how you get along within society so i'm going to quickly get into my birth chart report and i'm probably not going to have time to discuss everything because there's a lot to discuss so yeah just keep that in mind if something seems like you know it's cut out or whatever it's because there's not a lot of time to talk about everything um and there's so many so many things that go into your zodiac sign and um it's just 
you cannot possibly discuss it in one episode like people dedicate whole podcasts to studying astrology and you have to study degrees separately aspects planets planetary rulers and sun signs moon signs rising signs um lilith everything involved even eras and some of the constellations or comets that are passing by or asteroids that are passing by when you were born you have to study whether there was a retrograde in one of the planets while you were born and if there was that can take on a meaning as well as to who you are like for me uh uranus was in retrograde neptune was in retrograde and pluto was in retrograde while i was born I see that here and also I'm just double checking to see if anything else there was nothing else in retrograde while I was born so yeah these three planets um, are affected by retrograde which means something and to be honest I am just getting into astrology so I haven't really studied too deeply what that means but uh, once I find out I'll let you guys know um, but to get into some of my um some of my i guess aspects and um what makes me me as a gemini and this is a pure gemini perspective so as you guys know um of course a day month you're born so for me i was born may 25th so my son is in gemini so with a son in gemini um urge for self-expression is strong and we're often interested in collecting information as we are in sharing it and we're curious to almost a fault and we have our finger in literally every pie which can make us seem nosy but at the same time we're literally just wanting to collect information at all costs whatever information we can get um now keep this in mind for later because it does tie in for later as to what kind of conversations we're really um into but gemini's are very curious by nature and we just want to know things and we want to collect information we want to collect knowledge and so we don't actually have specialized knowledge we really just have like random bouts of facts that we have studied and we know and we'd love to share with people but we don't actually have a lot of specialized knowledge and that's because for me at least my attention span is very very low so yeah uh solar gemini's are flexible and changeable people of course because we are air signs and our ability to adapt quickly to new situations generally gains us plenty of friends and social contacts usually of course we are quite clever and witty as well and we do enjoy intellectual conversations and we are easily bored actually if we're not getting enough stimulation all of these things make it easy for us to gain friends and you can put it put us in any situation any environment we'd be able to adapt very quickly and um we are not really phased by a lot of oncoming changes we adapt very quickly so if there's a lot of change in the workplace environment and a lot of new rules come about then we can adapt very quickly to those new rules it doesn't take us a long time whereas some other people get very like um how do i say they get very 
uh, they have very a very hard time adapting to new rules specifically and a very hard time um, taking on those new rules and kind of not accepting them but kind of um, molding themselves around those new rules so for Gemini's it's very easy to um, shape ourselves into new situations and to um, kind of adapt based on the environment or adapt based on uh, our surroundings or changes um, it's not very difficult for a Gemini to do and um, yeah so obviously because we are changeable and flexible signs because we are air signs we are easily able to fit in with other people and conform and we easily also adopt the moods of people around us so we are friends generally with people from all walks of life and are not really easily intimidated and um, our ability to detach ourselves um, can make us very objective and observant as well but also at times difficult to get too close to um, although we have a lot of friends intimacy does not come easily to us and um, it's not easy for us to love and it's not easy for others to love us in return but um, it can also be difficult to know what Geminis feel at any given moment. Uh, we are often very impressionable and scattered and there's usually a nervous air to some Geminis. Solar Geminis, it can make more personal characters a little uneasy. And it's not always intuitive to trust Geminis to be loyal or to keep secrets. See, this depends on the person you're talking to. But anyway, um, Geminis often we're often flitting about like and moving quickly and keeping busy every step of the way like we love taking on a million projects at the same time even though we are not so good at following through and finishing all those projects um but we do love taking on a million different projects at the same time uh many people with you know this position of the sun um have gained quite a bit of knowledge in their lifetime so we have experience but we don't often possess specialized knowledge and this is because gemini's have very short attention spans and um restlessness is very common with our position of the sun specifically though when it's saying when it's referring to position of the sun it means my position which is two degrees and each degree i can't really get into it because then we're delving into numerology and you know every degree means something as well so this is what i mean by it's not as simple as gemini's or this gemini's or that because literally everything in your birth natal chart means something and you have to look at literally like the planets their degrees what house they're in um where your venus is where your mars is where your mercury is located whether these all these planets are in retrograde you know it's a lot it's a lot to consider so you can't really uh, generalize every gemini we're not all the same um in addition you also have to look at moon sign rising sign you know everything else 
asteroids, Chiron, Lilith, you know, it's like, yeah, there's a lot involved, so you can't really generalize a Gemini, um, you can't say all Geminis are like this, all Geminis are like that, because, first of all, like, we're all different, we all have different rising and moon signs, so you can't all call us the same, alright, um, now, usually we're quite affable and we enjoy the light side of life, so you'll find us trying to make light of every situation. Um, tendency to take things lately makes us pleasing to be around, but sometimes it can be super frustrating for people who are trying to get um, a deeper... Um, uh, like people seeking support on the deeper issues, you know what I mean? Um, Geminis tend to make lights, light of even dark situations sometimes which may be not that helpful but when it's not uh discussing a dark situation it's very pleasing to be around we're like always looking at the bright side of things instead of you know being very pessimistic gemini's are very optimistic they always look to the bright side but sometimes it's just frustrating when somebody's seeking deeper support like especially for life issues or whatever something that may be considered serious and gemini is trying to make light of that situation um we are both interesting and interested our wit can be dazzling and our changeability is dizzying because we change so fast literally like the wind you know we are air signs so we literally are like the wind we move past very fast uh, we pass through very fast and um, we can change uh, based on climate, based on other people, based on a million different things. So our changeability, yeah, it's dizzying and for some people it's very overwhelming because we change so easily, hence the air sign. Um, also, Gemini's will very, very rarely bore you. Like, I haven't heard anyone being bored when they have Geminis around them. My, first of all, we have, I have so many co-workers at work who are Geminis. I think we are six Geminis in my work environment. Um, three of the, three of my co-workers who are Geminis are born in June. cut off but um three of my co-workers are born in june so they're june gemini's not as crazy as the me ones and then i have one of my co-workers who is a me gemini and um she is more like me her and i have more of the same personality we're very quirky we can both be crazy we have the same humor and things like that so yeah it's funny how um you can kind of spot the difference between us and um yeah it's it's really interesting to me but basically in short we will rarely bore you like you will not be bored around a gemini because we are all super interesting and odd and you know i mean who doesn't want to be around somebody who is humorous and lightens your world up and you know can be super loyal regardless of what it said we said earlier um it should not you should not be 
trusting Geminis or, um, you know, expecting them to be loyal, keep secrets. We actually can. Like, I have kept some people's secrets and, um, not told anybody. And then it's come out to bite me in the ass because somebody else has told, actually. But, um, yeah, so also i can be very loyal because you know it depends on how close i am to you if we're very close i can be very loyal to you if we're not as close then i mean it's just as easy to lose me as a friend um especially if you do me the wrong way but in short um the solar gemini is an opportunist and they can express themselves easily and tend to learn very quickly they are welcoming and gentle and they like to travel and in intellectual work um our weaknesses though are we can be we have a changeable and diffuse nature and we may waste energy by taking on too many things at the same time and we kind of do like persistence in achieving set goals because we can't finish all the projects we set sometimes it's difficult for us to even achieve set goals so like yeah uh, being a gemini is not that easy <laughs> um now i would want to read where my houses are but at the same time it's gonna take a very long time so i'm literally just gonna go sun moon rising so you guys get an idea and then um, I'll go Mars, Venus, and Mercury. Alright, so now my moon is in Pisces. So what does this mean? Lunar Pisceans are known to be dreamy and not always in touch with the reality. However, um, these people may not always show real-world savvy in day-to-day -day practical affairs. We make up for this with remarkable intuition. It's true, my intuition is crazy crazy um we can put ourselves into anybody's shoes with extreme ease and um on the plus side this endows us with remarkable compassion and love as well the downside though with this apparent ability to break down boundaries is that these people can easily lose themselves in the suffering of others now this is true with me as a gemini and with me as having my moon in pisces uh, Pisces is known to be very emotional. When I tell people this, they don't really believe me. They say, no, it's cancer. Cancer is super emotional. No, Leo is super emotional. Leo is a psycho one who is super emotional. But honestly, after, um, not after, sorry, um, out of all the zodiac signs, I think Pisces is literally the most um is the most um how do i say this intuitive and also um emotional sign so we tend to feed off of others so for me as a gemini i already do this and then my moon in pisces is the same way i feed off of the energy of the others around me so if i have people around me who are very you guys 
I have people sleeping over here, so I'm trying not to be too loud. But um, I was basically saying that if I have people around me who are very um, depressed or down or pessimistic that it kind of makes me feel very down as well it's kind of exhausting for me mentally and physically as well you know what i mean both as a gemini and as a pisces moon um it's not easy to uh, be around others who are suffering that being said i'm not saying pity me and trying to make it seem like i I'm only looking out for myself but that's i'm just saying that you know as a gemini as a pisces we are like sponges we feed off of the energy of others so if others around us are not happy we are not going to be happy because we are people persons you know we want to please others we want to cheer others up we want to make sure everybody's feeling good everybody's feeling happy that's why we try to light up other people not to make fun of others not to mock others it's literally to ensure that others are happy to cheer others up and make others feel good you know what i mean so basically our sense of humor is also delightfully silly and it's almost a bit odd at times like i found with my gemini side kind of have like darker humor um but then with my Pisces side kind of brings out the weird dad jokes sometimes um so yeah uh we're also perceptive souls who, who are in touch with all nuances and subtleties of human nature um obviously this often comes through in a strong sense of humor that is more than that is more of the like receptive kind than the type of sense of humor that would make people um the life of the party is generally pretty easy to like get them giggling you know what i mean um also moon and pisces people may get tagged as spaced out but there's a lot more to us than meets the eye uh, we feel things out and rely on intuition if it doesn't feel right um like it just doesn't feel right for us to do otherwise and also our dreaminess can mean plenty of moments of absent-mindedness and um this is so true of me actually because honestly like sometimes i have times where i completely space out and yeah um so these times of 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 oblivion can lend us in all sorts of predicaments with others who can too easily misunderstand us as people uh without plenty of space and time to daydream pisces moons easily get overloaded with life and you know we have we need room to be alone with ourselves and generally we're able to take on the world even if um our style when we do so is not always conventional or understandable and generally we're considered soft-hearted and sweet um we care about others and are easily touched by human suffering hence the reason we kind of feed off of other people's energy whether they're suffering or whether they're not um 
basically this tendency gains us the reputation as suckers for sob stories which we are not and that's not what we're trying to do when we tell you that we feed off of others suffering it's literally just because we do we like to see others happy not upset or grieving or whatever um now although this may sometimes be true um many of us learn in our lifetimes how to discern between sincerity and manipulation and because we're very intuitive then it's easy to do this we can easily also read people um still we definitely do have plenty of soft corners as well in personal relationships lunar pisces are giving and yielding Uh, we are generally open on a sexual level in a quiet way and our fantasies can be far-reaching intricate and rich with emotion and um, love is closely tied with our sexuality so most lunar Pisces are shy they need a trustworthy lover to bring them out and there's a delightful accepting side to moon in Pisces that is sometimes mistaken for a weakness and uh, Pisces is a 12th and left sign 12th and last sign of the zodiac and it carries with it a little of each sign of the zodiac you know um, so Pisces is a little bit of everything because it is in the last house and you know also last sign um, so as a result we see ourselves reflected in the behavior of others uh, which means we we have a boundless compassion and that's why we're so easily um, adaptable even as a Gemini that's why I think I'm so easily adaptable because my Pisces moon allows me to do so and because I have my Pisces moon I can easily empathize with people and I kind of see a little bit of myself in all signs like for example I know Gemini and Aries are not the best compatible signs you know what I mean same with Gemini and Capricorn and I'll be real and I'll say I don't like Capricorns but I've only known one he kind of left a bad taste in my mouth you know after being with him for a bit kind of like ruined my perception of Capricorns and then I'll I can say well you know I don't really like Sagittarius's because you know I have somebody who I don't get along with who's a Sagittarius but at the same time I meet them at work I meet them in school I meet um, these different zodiacs on the go and I seem to get along with everybody so I don't know if it's just because I'm not that close to these people where I don't have to get too close to them but I feel like I'm still even close enough to all my coworkers who are different signs of the zodiac where I can where I feel like I can definitely say confidently that I can get along with any sign and I see a little bit of myself in everybody or who I would ideally love to be in everyone so um, now since the moon represents instinctive nature moon in Pisces basically knows how things feel without actual experience let me tell you this is really true because I have literally been in one relationship in my life yet I can give 
super good relationship advice according to my friends um and i can give good sex advice also based on no experience to my friends apparently it's very good so um yeah we don't actually have to experience things to know about things also this kind of comes from my gemini side with wanting to collect any information i possibly can um so yeah uh we because we collect so much information i feel like even without experiencing certain things um as a pisces moon i can definitely give you the tea on how things feel without actually having to experience it because i feel like because i feed off of others because others confide in me about certain things then i gained enough information and enough knowledge on these topics where i feel like i can give you definite advice and be like yeah this is how it should feel this is how things should be it should not be like this it should not be like that so you know what i mean um that's lunar pisces for you for example maybe we never had sex but we seem to know all about it even the subtleties of it um the ones that aren't too shy can make awesome actors and actresses um now for me i'm not shy by any means i don't know if it's my gemini or my aquarius side but i'm definitely not shy i used to be in high school but then after that like my shyness went away and like literally now i speak my mind i'll be at work and i'll be just like roasting people straight up because i don't care you know what i mean um yeah i have learned to speak my mind i don't know if that's the gemini coming out of me but like i literally sometimes don't have a filter and i feel like it's really bad so yeah um where was i so basically the ability to empathize even to even in the absence of experience gives us an open mind and heart and um most of us long to express this through writing music uh both listening and making music poetry and art and in fact the happiest people with this position do just that um now though some can be doormats most pisces moon people instinctively know when they're due for a much needed recharge and it's at these times when they that they retreat from the world and its harsh realities if only to gather strength to face everything and everyone again solitude is important to them but they also um need people so their retreats will usually be short-lived and uh, pisces moon individuals believe and let's face it the world needs piscean leaps of faith which is kind of true um basically the short description of piscians um is they're imaginative we they have sharp insights impressionable with an abundant imagination they're gentle warm humorous artistic and potential issues or weaknesses um are troubles caused by too much sentimentality worries problems unhealthy imagination escapism nervousness all right so next i'm going to get into 
um, I'm gonna get into uh, my rising sign, which is Aquarius. But first, we're gonna take a short little break. guys so actually i want to get into mercury and taurus and then venus and taurus but first is mercury and taurus so mercury represents communication cartesian and logical spirit so my mercury and taurus says um she is faithful to her ideas unchangeable and quietly opinionated persistent but discreet um, she likes all pleasures life can offer, careful in speech, deliberate, intelligent, and learns best through the senses, not through the traditional education system. She possesses plenty of common sense and her simplicity makes it easy to get from point A to point B in as few steps as possible. Some weaknesses here is um, we can be stubborn, obstinate, withdrawn, and a little bit slow to react at times. Now, I do want to comment on my Mercury and Taurus as far as um, communication goes. Um, now, what kind of hits the nail right on the head is that it says careful in speech. I'm a listener. I've always been like that. Even as a kid, I've always been a listener. So I listen first and then I speak because I don't, I just don't want to comment on something and not know the full details or the full story behind what happened and when i first am talking to somebody about a specific issue i try to get down to the bottom of it who what where when why how you know what i mean like we learn in grade school that's just how i am because i like to make sure i have all the facts before i'm commenting on anything you know what i mean um so that's just my mercury and taurus i guess um making me more careful in my speech and in what i say and making me think things through before actually talking some people talk first and then think after and some people talk without thinking at all um that's not the case with me i've always been somebody who's a listener first and then i will talk when it's actually the appropriate time to talk and i've had a moment or two to actually think things through before i just go and say them with that being said i can also have no filter sometimes it depends on how i feel i think maybe that's my mars and aries which we'll go through as well um but that was my mercury and taurus now my venus is also in taurus which i want to go over real quick so venus represents um an interest in emotions and values exchange and sharing with others um so venus is not only uh love i know a lot of people when they hear venus they think of like the goddess of love of you know romance and everything that's not really the case uh venus represents an interest in emotions and values also exchange and sharing with others so love for venus and taurus though centers on the physical world and creature comforts and um we revel in sensual surroundings 
and we can be very sensual actually so these people project themselves as solid and comfortable in fact something about their manner promises they will be satisfying lovers and partners they need a certain measure of predictability and dependability in their relationships even if their son is in the more spontaneous signs of aries or gemini what do you know my sun sign is mentioned right there and i am very spontaneous by the way and very adventurous i like to try new things all the time it's part of me wanting to stay stimulated and you know kept on my toes and challenged all the time like that's just how i am now venus and taurus people can be possessive in love and they are threatened by fast-paced high energy situations and the context of relationships and love so what this means is that if something's moving way too fast you can actually lose us and we can distance ourselves and try to fade away because we don't like to be tied down as a gemini don't like to be tied down but also if something is moving way too fast for me not slow paced enough then i will actually distance myself as well and it's very easy to lose me at that point um also if i don't have enough space i need my space because my pisces moon side needs their space to be alone completely i like my alone time and if i don't get that space if you're too clingy too i don't know too stuck on me too sprung on me or whatever then i don't really like that and i will also distance myself and fade away from your life more than likely so please give me my space give me my time you know i need my alone time i'm not gonna be hitting you up 24 7 i'm not gonna be that type of girlfriend i know that a lot of people say that but i'm actually like not like that because i wouldn't want somebody to do the same to me and when they do like that's when i started to distance myself a lot now um these are sensual partners who require lots of hands-on expressions of love um and our lovers may complain that venus and taurus can get a little too comfortable and a little too settled sometimes and it's true that they can resist change in their relationships but even when we seem stuck in a groove we can always reassure ourselves by remembering that you know we are constant partners um we are pleasing uh basic but yeah we are pleasing but pleasing us involves emphasizing your loyalty and you know our worth to you we want to know that we're worthy partners to you um you may need to give in to us um when it comes to love matters because we won't readily give in to you (laughs) and um you know we want to we want you to get physical with us and do comfortable things with us now you cannot push us when it comes to love because you know we need time and we need space and if you fail to give us that again we'll disappear um you'll probably need to cultivate patience if you are in a relationship with a venus and taurus um and try to remember to be simple and natural let things flow and 
go as they are meant to do not push things do not rush things because once you do you're gonna lose your venus and taurus person uh taurus will appreciate that you know um so please let things just go with the flow when it comes to relationships go with the flow honestly follow their lead because they will appreciate that so much more um promise us a comfortable cozy time um love for us arrives slowly without passion but with force so when we fall we fall hard but it's going to take time and work and energy that you're going to need to invest it's not going to come easy um so you need to be prepared to give us time to give us space and you know let us feel things out and you need to also feel things out i feel like you should never be rushing love anyway i feel like you should always give yourself enough time to get to know somebody before you actually you know move forward and push on in the relationship all right so that was venus and taurus oh my apologies guys i'm getting so tired now my mars is in aries so mars and aries people can be very impulsive guys my notes keep getting cut off (laughs) okay but um mars in aries is actually a very impulsive position of mars um and mars actually represents a desire for action and physical energy so the first instinct for mars and aries uh, people is to take action um quick flare-ups characterize the mars and aries character but their anger usually doesn't last for too long that is me to the t okay because i will get mad it doesn't take see the thing is like it takes a lot for me to get mad right but at the same time i won't stay mad for long like five minutes later and i've forgotten what happened and i'll be like laughing with you and you know joking around with you again and you know everything will be back to normal more than likely so yes i do we do have quick flare-ups and we do get moody fast but you know our anger does not last for a long time we usually kind of forgive and forget type of thing and you know for me at least it's within a few minutes like once i'm done being mad at you i'm back to joking around and talking with you again like everything's normal all right so in fact um we generally don't live in the past and we are not given to holding grudges or feeling resentful i've never really held a grudge when it comes to anybody so i feel like this part of me is very accurate um i don't hold grudges it's just not the type of person i am um i personally just forgive and forget because it's not only healthier for me um and my health to 
to be honest with you but it's probably for the best because what solution is going to bring me is it going to bring to me if i'm just resentful and holding a grudge if i'm not actually discussing it through with a person so like i feel like it's kind of unproductive to just hold a grudge or be resentful of somebody else because they did something to you i feel like just forgiving and forgetting is kind of like the way to go sometimes and also being the bigger person sometimes in the situation um depending on whatever the situation is all right um generally our temper comes quickly you know aries is usually very temperamental it's a sign known for their temperament they can get mad super quickly and they're very opinionated but at the same time like you know they do mostly have a right to be um i feel like aries people have very strong personalities as well that can be very quirky because i have an aries at work who's like always joking around i always joke around with him i always bother him and you know he and i get along very well maybe because my mars is is an aries or something so we get along like that but also because my pisces moon um because pisces is in the 12th um house and also uh the last sign then you know it's easy for me to see myself in others and it's easy for me to um get along with others as well um um let's see what else we have here now our temper comes quickly but here's the thing right we deal with anger on issues right away so with this kind of character there's little room for festering we don't let it sit for too long you know um once the issue arises we're dealing with it right away if i'm mad at you about something you're gonna know exactly why two seconds later um after i became angry as to why i'm angry what happened how i feel about the situation how we're going to move forward from the situation because i do not like to let it sit there boil up to the point where it explodes nope it's gonna explode right away and i'm going to discuss it and deal with it right away that's just how i am personally um when mars and aries people listen to their instincts they generally get things done because we are action people when we get angry right when there is an issue that arises we're action people so we want to action things right away we want to deal with things right away and not let it sit there for too long so when you're an action person if somebody's angry at you you're angry at somebody you're not gonna let it sit there you're gonna discuss things right away and see how you guys can move forward that's exactly how mars and aries actually is um and generally we get things done and we make fast and usually pretty decent decisions i mean not always but most of the time they are decent decisions we don't naturally stop to smell the roses or considers consider others point of view uh when we are deliberating over what to do next in fact deliberation works at lightning speed for us um 
so we could hardly be called deliberate. Uh, spontaneity is one of our assets and so is simplicity, purity of action, and also innovation. Um, Mars and Aries natives are often a step ahead of the rest of us. A life that is too predictable makes, uh, makes us antsy. We don't like predictability. We're very spontaneous. And my Gemini son is also very spontaneous. And so is my Aquarius. And yeah, so spontaneity, I think, is um, uh, my thing. Like, literally, like... I could be at work one day and get the idea, yep, I'm going to New York two weeks from now, you know, um, and I will make that happen, and sometimes people won't even know I'm on a trip because, you know, I just booked it last minute or something, that's just how I am as a person, I'm very spontaneous, very adventurous, and um, yeah, Mars and Aries is very spontaneous, also very adventurous, and very action-oriented. Um, Mars and Aries natives are often a step ahead of everyone. Um, again, a life that's too predictable makes us antsy. We enjoy starting fresh, uh, that is new ideas, pioneering action, fresh projects make us happiest. Remember, Gemini loves to take on a lot of projects. Aries loves new, fresh projects. So, Mars and Aries also loves fresh projects and that makes them the happiest so i feel like that's where i get my need to constantly be doing something all the time and my need to constantly be moving around all the time like gemini's are busy busy people in general but when you have mars and aries like it makes it even more heightened you know what i mean because mars and aries is very uh is a very productive i think position to have as far as uh, zodiac goes now generally we enjoy challenges and relationships with these natives can be exciting but keeping up with us can be very difficult we are given to impulsive action and are not known for sticking things through all the time um although physical energy is great we can lose our initial enthusiasm very quickly and mars and aries natives are also easily irritated by indirectness from others so if somebody's indirect with me if somebody's not telling me the truth and you know beating around the bush that's going to piss me off i don't like it even like from my own experience i don't like indirectness i wish people would just be brutally honest sometimes because that helps me know what i can improve what you know i need to work on as a human being in order to grow it's normal to get criticism i don't know why people are so scared of criticism and improvements these are things in life that are normal you need to work on you need growth as a human being like you're not gonna get anywhere if you don't welcome um honesty and directness from others um we expect others to say things straight no beating around the bush exactly what i just said no beating around the bush easily we become impatient and convulsed with convulsed plans 
convoluted sorry convoluted plans um or with people we consider to be slow to action now most people with this position on mars have a childlike quality sometimes um sometimes they're downright rude and impatient but with mars in aries natives you generally know what they're after and unless mars is afflicted in the chart you can also pretty much trust that they don't have hidden agendas um because we're direct because we're so straight up you're not gonna nothing's gonna come to you as a surprise nothing's gonna be hidden nothing's going to be indirect you're never gonna be left feeling oh i wonder what they think about this because you'll know because we'll tell you um so that's exactly why i love the fact that my mars is in aries and i can kind of see it in myself actually you know without even reading my um zodiac sign like without even thinking about this that's exactly how i am it's like describing me word for word almost um the next one i wanted to go the next one i wanted to go into was my rising sign because it's the next most important but actually i'm going to take a quick break and i'll get back to you guys in one minute I've reached the most um, fun part of the birth natal chart. So, my Gemini ascendant is in Aquarius. So, what this means is that we come across as super unique and original. Um, because we are actually and these you know any of these individuals are not going to let you forget that fact because you know we're often turned to for advice um we often possess intellectual poise and savvy and we're often curious and quite learned in both science and metaphysics or anything that involves advancement of the human race um every anything like that holds a lot of appeal to us and it's hard to shock Aquarius rising, um, we've seen it all, or at least we want you to think we have. <laughs> and um, in fact, we do often enjoy shocking others. So, you know, um, we are not all, we are not exactly like flamboyant by nature, but we do like to quietly get a rise out of others you know um it's one of the things that kind of like entertain us uh, my apologies <laughs> i'm super tired um but some natives born with aquarius or on their ascendant can be quietly provocative and irreverent and most people with this ascendant can be very friendly and likable. So, I mean, all three of my signs are friendly, likable signs. Gemini, Gemini is the literal life of the party. Pisces is the emotional one, but also 
loves to be around other people remember pisces loves alone time they love their downtime they know when they need time away but their little retreats don't last too long because they need people around them so pisces also lunar pisces sorry also love their um their people and aquarius also loves their people so no wonder i'm a people person i'm very friendly very talkative i'm good at communicating for the most part good at uh presenting or giving speeches or guiding or teaching people um and in fact according to my birth needle chart it's apparently what i'm supposed to be doing but um yeah uh we are very friendly and quite likable uh, any ascendance in Aquarius and also personality is quirky and we generally do not we generally go over um, quite well with other people we don't really have problems with anyone which is why I say like I can literally get along with every sign if I really tried I could probably get along with every sign from literally um, Pisces to Aries and I do um, I actually have to coach an Aries at work and I actually work with an Aries who is very quirky who I was talking about earlier and it's funny because today actually like I didn't know he was an Aries before today um, but he's always very quirky right so I would have either guessed like Aquarius Gemini or Aries because of his appearance so I'm looking at him and I'm like, hey, when's your date of birth? Because he and I are always joking around. Like, I bother him, he bothers me, like, we bother each other. So it's like an equal balance. <laughs> so um, I asked him, like, when's your date of birth? He's like, oh yeah, it's March 30th. And I'm like, how did I know you were an Aries? Because this guy is literally like ginger, red hair, and freckles and everything. He can also get very temperamental. Um, he's very opinionated as well but he's an amazing guy and i love him to death even though i bother the shit out of him at work um but yeah so fun fact i know how to guess my zodiacs now um but um as far as um ascendant in aquarius or rising in aquarius um we're very friendly and likable and our personality quirks generally you know make us get along with others quite a bit um we generally give others quite a bit of freedom again me as a person you know telling you guys all this information i like my space in relationships i like my space if you're being too clingy if you're trying to push me into doing something you're not gonna get a lot of love from me like i'm just being honest you're gonna get somebody who's very distant who doesn't want to be around you doesn't want to talk to you loses interest and gets very bored of you because you know you're not really allowing me room to breathe essentially you know i'm an air sign i need my space i need my air you know um but i'm also a fire sign as far as my Mars and Aries goes. Um, now, 
generally you give others a lot of freedom and um, accepting as a rule people from all walks of life as equals this is also true i do not judge others and i don't like others judging me so i wouldn't do it in return you know um and we have a somewhat cool and detached curiosity about all that goes on around us which appeals to a lot of people somehow um sometimes it can seem very cold and very detached from other people i just have this attitude of okay i don't really care you know sometimes that kind of draws people in more and i don't really understand how but it does um curiously aquarius rising people can be a little standoffish while also coming across as humanitarian and kind and uh, you know we're often labeled as independent and original children um aquarius rising natives often feel like a little different or special throughout life um often they feel like they're on the outside looking in and their ability to observe and deduce is often uncanny they're also adept at getting things um to work even when the parts that make up the whole seem like a puzzle with unusual pieces especially when it comes to groups of people this sets them apart as managers and team leaders wow this is so funny because literally at work i'm a team lead and currently actually just as of today i kind of got thrown into this position where i'm supposed to train a whole new set of agents and my only experience is literally being an inbound agent and a team lead so um tomorrow should be an interesting experience but it's so funny that it says this in my birth needle chart kind of like um predicts it in a way and i actually am a manager and a team lead um yeah anyway that was just a quick fun fact there but the ascendant often reveals physical mannerisms even with choice of dress as it shows how people present themselves to the world with aquarius here natives sometimes have a quirkiness to their manner and some dress in a slightly offbeat manner not enough to make us stand out like a sore thumb but just enough to express our original temperament uh, because these people seem so open to new ideas, it may be surprising when you encounter their decidedly stubborn streak. Aquarius is a fixed fixed sign after all. Um, the ascendant sign shows how individuals react to new situations. And with Aquarius rising, there can be a resistance to change that seems to believe in the native's generally progressive nature. There's a distinct inflexibility with Aquarian rising people and sometimes a tendency to want to force their opinion on others. With their eye to the future of mankind as a whole, some people born with an Aquarius ascendant overlook the more personal needs of the people closest to them. They are often attracted to partners who possess self-confidence and ardor. Now we're getting into the houses so house two for me is the well for me no house two in general is the era of area of material security and values so it rules money personal finances self sense of self um worth and basic values as well as personal possessions but you know what before i get into the houses let me go for a quick break Thank you.
Alright guys, so houses. So I explained what house 2 represents. Um, I'm not sure where my house 1 went. Let me actually see if I can find my first house. Oh, because you know what? Um, I just realized that your ascendant sign so i just read my first house my ascending sign is aquarius so i just read you guys my ascending sign but i will explain to you what the first house means as well so house one is the area of self-identity the ascendant is a symbol of how one acts in life it is the image of the personality as seen by others and the attitude that one has towards life so when i told you guys it's how others um, your ascendant sign is how basically others perceive you and how you come across to others and the impression you make. This is the um, this is the definition of the first house. This is the meaning behind the first house of the zodiac. Is your image of the personality of your personality as seen by others, and also the attitude you have towards life. So that's your ascending or rising sign all right and house two we said um represents the area of material security and values and it rules money and personal finances sense of self-worth and basic values and personal possessions so getting into my second house which is in pisces uh the arts can be a source of income for us hence this podcast um now their faith in the universe um to provide may be helpful or difficult depending on the overall overall condition um of the second house when the condition of the second house is favorable easy success in professional life thanks to intelligence ingeniousness and a few friends um they are careful with money without being miserly because um she is open-handed or they are open-handed sorry guys house three is the area of social and intellectual learning something's in my throat i don't know what's going on i always get sick because the weather is always changing here but my third house is in aries um which basically like we talked about with mars and aries we are straightforward in our speech lively intelligence um ambition we are ambitious we are always ready for any initiative requiring change or novelty sometimes this position suggests an only child or competitiveness among siblings now house four is the area of the home family roots and deep emotions and sense of self-worth my fourth house is in taurus and this says can make a good um partner i guess uh she may prefer to be at home with the immediate family for company she appreciates comfort peace and quiet and simple but good food we'll take care of what she owns wisely which i do or i try my best to um house five is the area of creative self-expression romance entertainment children and gambling and my house five my fifth house is actually in gemini which means i like to please i may spend lots of time preparing to go out (laughs) i do actually 
um, in the hopes of meeting somebody to dazzle. I mean, mm, not really in the hopes of like impressing anyone. I just, it's just how I am. I just like to dress up, you know, um, when I'm going out. I take a lot of time to prepare because, you know, I just, I dress to impress all the time. It's not just in hopes of meeting my love for life, you know. It's just because I just dress to impress. It's also part of my culture, you know. Um, in Albania, we all dress to impress. Even if we're going to the grocery store, you're dressed nicely. So that's just how I am. I like to dress up when I'm going out. Not because I feel like I might meet the love of my life right at that moment. But literally because like I just want to look nice for the sake of it. Um, she likes interminable discussions with friends which yes is true house six in the area is the area of learning by material transaction and house six for me is in cancer it says i'm good in jobs in contact with the public my weak point is the stomach um now good in jobs in contact with the public yes it's true i'm very good at customer service weak point the stomach I love to eat i'm very impulsive and i like to eat so yeah i guess i could see where my weakness would be the stomach um house seven is the area of one-to-one relationships such as marriage and partnership and of social and intellectual action and for me that's in leo so for me this um there i like i guess i favor a partnership for love based on confidence honesty and sincerity all right house eight is the area of emotional security and of security of the soul and house eight is in virgo for me um now small inheritances is what it predicts here happy old age natural death likely she may worry plan ahead regarding old age you know i am kind of a planner so i mean i haven't started planning yet because it would be kind of crazy but like yeah i am quite a planner so it makes sense now house nine house nine is uh the area of learning that shapes the identity and house nine for me is in libra sorry i was trying to make sure i was reading the correct house for house number for virgo they're in roman numerals which sometimes gets a little bit difficult to read but i've only just realized like what certain numbers mean so yeah house uh nine is in libra so that means um i like justice honesty and loyalty um i would make a good lawyer i don't think so i don't think i would make a good lawyer i'm not very good at negotiating or you know asking too many questions you know um but at the same time um you know i do like justice i do like honesty i do like loyalty but that doesn't mean I could be a lawyer, you know? Otherwise, many people could be lawyers, and that's not true. Now, house 10 for me is in Scorpio. And house 10 is the area of material action. 
the midheaven represents the work one will do in one's life the place one will take in the world of society and becomes more important as one grows older so for me because my 10th house is in scorpio sorry i'm just looking at something um it means that i like professions that involve a certain risk i like to investigate i'm curious by nature and i take risks and fight to succeed yeah that's very true um i do like to investigate and take of course i like to take risks and i am very curious person by nature because of my gemini um aspect i think oh my apologies you guys i'm getting super tired here um house 11 is the area of search for social and intellectual security so house 11 for me is in sagittarius and um, it says she loves above all travel, adventure, and friends are often from abroad. This is so true about me. I probably have more friends abroad than I do have here in Toronto, where I actually live. So, yeah, it's very telling. Um, house 12 is the area of education and of emotion. And that's for me in Capricorn. And it says, disappointments are difficult to digest. The bitterness can last a long time before she is able to react positively. Alright, and then it gets into my... Um, it gets into my actual chart where it shows all the planets aligning and things like that. So I hope that you guys listening to this actually get a little bit of insight into how diverse every gemini can be because not every gemini is going to have the same moon sign same uh sun, same um rising sign not the same mars not the same venus not the same mercury and all houses will be different also all degrees will be different also planets retrograding and asteroids um retrograding will be different as well so um you can't classify all gemini's under the same category because it just is impossible we're all so diverse we're all so different that you can't really do that so um i hope you guys learned something with my little report um when i have more time i'll actually analyze it deeper and look at all the trine conjunction conjunction moons square you know aspects my degrees and things like that and see what they mean also i am going to definitely do more research into what it means um when planets retrograde during your time of birth um and how it affects your personality specifically because that would be very interesting to find out I'm also going to be looking more into numerology and seeing how the degrees that I have for each planet um, shape me as a person and who I am and my identity because I feel like each degree means something different. Um, yeah, I'm super excited.
for that i'm just delving into astrology right now it's just like figuring out like a new interest and a new hobby and it's super exciting to delve deeper into like i don't know i just like it so yeah i'm super excited to look deeper into this but i hope you guys learn something in the meantime even if it's about yourselves if there's other gemini's here listening to this podcast let me know what you thought let me know what your sun your moon and your rising sign are let me know if you also know what your mars is in or your venus or your mercury or just anything you have to add about zodiacs any knowledge you have i would love to hear any feedback you guys have i would love to hear um somebody a while ago asked me about snapchat and i actually do not i know that my display photo is of my snapchat but like i honestly deleted the app of my phone and actually don't even have it anymore um not only that but even if i did have it on my phone i definitely don't use it so it's kind of pointless to give out you know what i mean but um yeah that's it guys for this week i hope you enjoyed this episode i might come back with another episode soon it's just gonna be a busy few days for me so i'll have to see when the next one is gonna be but um i hope you guys enjoyed i hope you learned something new maybe you already knew something if you have anything to add please feel free to do so you can always um send me a voice message here or you can just message me message me through instagram and i am still also working on getting this podcast sponsored hopefully soon and um yeah i'll catch you guys very shortly hope you have a great rest of your week take care and all my gemini's i hope you all have a very very happy birthday at least all of you may gemini's because i know there's a lot of june ones all my may gemini's i hope you guys have had a wonderful birthday if your birthday was today happy birthday if your birthday is sometime later this week like mine once again have a happy birthday i hope you enjoy i hope this year brings you more joy and more success and more love and luck and everything else and with that said i've kept you guys too long so peace out bye